Welcome to the Can't Not See It podcast, where we examine the world through biblical lenses and curious frames. Deceptions all around, but when your eyes are open, you can't not see it. You can't not see it. Hey, welcome to the Cat Not See It podcast, where we examine the world through biblical lenses and curious frames. You know what? We live by Ephesians 5.11. Um, Ephesians 5.11 says, have no fellowship with unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. And so that's kind of our aim and our goal. Uh, we know deceptions all around, but when your eyes are open, you can't not see it. Um, my name is Matt, and my co-host and son, Isaiah, um, are going to lead you on a, a journey through uh, discovery of truth and examination of the Bible and kind of the crazy stuff that happens around the world. We are super excited to share, um, you know, to, to dig into the Word with you and uh, and kind of look at this world together. Isaiah, what do you have? Uh, what do you think, buddy? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, yeah, I mean, like you said, we just kind of this. I think this has been something that we've wanted to start doing for a while, and it's really, really cool that we're finally able to start getting this going um yeah it's gonna be gonna be sweet we've been learning a lot of stuff over the years having a lot of i don't know at least i have had a lot of preconceived ideas torn down and replaced with better ones i think at least i hope um but yeah we just we kind of wanted to share share a little bit about of that story with with anyone who's willing to listen Mm -hmm. um for me, myself personally, a uh, couple things about me. I am 22 years old. Took me a second. I had to remember how old I was. I'm 22 years old. Um, I am an electrical apprentice. So I work a work a full time job. This isn't a career or anything like that. This podcast is more something we do for fun. Um, so I just wanted to throw that out there. I just got married seven months ago. Coming yeah. up on seven months ago on January 3rd. Um, so that's super cool. My, uh, amazing wife, Molly is somewhere in our apartment. I don't know, but, um, yeah, it's, it's a great life. I'm really stoked about where I'm at. Um, I grew up in a Christian household, um, fathered by Matt, who, uh, you'll be hearing from quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. But um so I grew up in a Christian home, right? And we we from as long as I can remember, we had just a desire to 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 serve the Lord as best we could and as best we knew how. Um but for me personally that re- that that journey really started around my high school years. Um I got thrown into some opportunities to lead in the organization organization called Young Life. Um and then I got to help um 
plants uh fca the fellowship of christian athletes at my high school during my senior year right before the uh the virus that shall not be named happened cerveza <laughs> <laughs> bug cerveza <laughs> <Cerveza> bug <laughs> oh man yeah right before that happened um so we got shut down not long after but through those opportunities that really just sparked a desire to know the truth because the word says that the truth will set you free. Um, so that was, that was really my desire. And so a lot that kind of sparked this journey of wanting to, for my own sake, develop the best understand, like theological understanding I could from the Bible and really just examine my own preconceived notions of what I thought I believed um, take them to the scriptures, test them, be a good Berean, all that, all that jazz, um, mm-hmm. and really try and reframe my understanding. So that, that, that's kind of been my journey <laughs> for the past couple of years. Through yeah. a lot of, through a lot of different ideas going to a, um, pretty Pentecostal Christian college where I was never raised Pentecostal was interesting. That challenged me quite a bit in many things that I, I believed, um, going to different churches over the years, you know, you know, just, just all the, the typical stuff that shapes a, a person's spiritual journey. And yeah, I I mean, throughout this, throughout this podcast, our hope is just to kind of take you guys along the journey of understanding that we've, we've been through and hopefully, uh, hopefully, I guess we're not aiming to scratch itching ears. Right. Yep. Definitely not aiming to scratch itching ears. We're going to say a lot of things here that are probably going to strike <laughs> strike some interesting uh what's the phrase strike a chord strike yeah, some interesting strike chords. chords yeah strike yep. some interesting chords but definitely hey definitely yeah so that's a little bit about myself there's not much to it mm-hmm. uh, there's a yeah. lot to you buddy well, uh he, one thing he didn't mention is he, he was a valedictorian in his high school he was a star basketball player and an outstanding musician and guitar player leads hey, worship now. incredible young man super proud of him um, so Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. I'm Isaiah's dad, Matt, you know, and, um, I became a Christian when I was about 22 years old, just right after I was 21. Right. Um, I went to uh, Western Washington university, studied world religions for a few years. Um, and then I got saved. That was pretty strange. Um, God reached down and kind of shook me out of where I was at, but it was interesting because I learned a lot about, you know, different religions of the world and different belief systems. And, um, so I've always carried that and kind of had an understanding of of different, uh, you know, religious beliefs, and that's been pretty helpful actually talking with a lot of different people. Um, I, but I was pretty young and got married, my beautiful wife Shannon, um, and uh, you know, a month after we got married, she got pregnant with uh, our firstborn Isaiah. Um, I have two other sons, Levi and Ben, and uh, Levi is seventeen and Ben is thirteen. He's young. Um, you know, just doing the high school, middle school thing, and they're doing great. Uh, and I work at a refinery. I've been out there for almost 20 years, um, working in a refinery, shift work. It's been crazy. Good job. Um, now, what's ha- what's interesting, though, is there was a tragedy where I work, and um, I lost a few friends. And about, let's say, I think about 13, 13 years ago, I kind of went through um, a big transformation, you know, the mortality, of, you know, see, seeing the mortality of of your friends right around you, losing a bunch of people that, you know, uh, really shifted something in my psyche. 
um, I think God reached down and shook me and said, you need to take this Christianity thing a little bit more serious because I was just doing what everyone does, right? Go to church on Sunday, you know, pay your tithe and whatever the pastor says goes. I didn't really dig too deep into the Bible. I just kind of was, you know, Christmas, Easter um, and church on Sunday kind of guy. And it was pretty basic. Like if someone asked me about end times or um, Old Testament, I wouldn't have any idea what to tell them. Um, but slowly and surely, even before that, you know, I started to get a curiosity. I, I started digging into like Chuck Missler. I kind of got introduced to his work. Um, I started digging into some of the, uh, you know, the deeper things of the Hebrew language and understanding some of Genesis 6 and kind of putting some of those pieces together. But it really wasn't until 13 years ago when that tragedy happened that um, I really started digging deep and getting serious about my faith. And in so doing, uh, I found that sometimes what you hear from the pulpit isn't exactly what is being taught in the Bible. And so that was pretty challenging. I started to, you know, come to the conclusion for myself that we need to open up the scriptures. We need to search the word um, and, and, and come to our conclusions and let the Holy Spirit teach us. We can't always rely on, on the man of God that stands in the pulpit on Sundays to tell us everything about God. We need to do it. And so, for the last, uh, you know, 13 years has been kind of that journey, digging into the Old Testament, learning about the Bible, learning different doctrines and studying as much as I could. And I think like Isaiah mentioned, you know, I had a couple camps. I was from, you know, a dispensational pre-trib camp, right? And, um, you know, you start really searching the scriptures and some of those camps get challenged. And so I am no longer a camper. I don't camp. I don't, I don't, I don't like stick my flag in one doctrine or theological stance and say, this is it. This is me. And I'm going to identify with these guys until the end. Nope. The Bible is, is living. It's, it's the living word of God and it can change us. And our understanding sometimes will grow. And the deeper we go into the word, the more we can take out of the word and the more things God will reveal to us. And so this is going to be, this podcast is just going to be a journey of exploration through the word and letting God uh, tear down strongholds, tear down false doctrines, hopefully, um, or at least open your mind to, you know, what does the Bible really say? You know, really kind of dig in and, and, and build a good theological understanding of what the scriptures actually say. And so that's kind of the goal. I'm super excited about going through it. We will, uh, like Isaiah talked about, we will talk about some crazy subjects. You know, we will we will touch on anything, anything that's in the current news, anything that uh, they're forecasting, anything that's been in the past. We'll dig in all the strange and wonderful and everything in between. I'm super excited. It's going to be great. Um, yeah. Um, no, yeah, I, I think that you hit the nail right on the head there with that last little statement of we're going to talk about some crazy things because <laughs> yeah, one, 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 uh, one mindset I've kind of tried to build up in myself is that there's nowhere I won't be willing to go if the Bible leads me there. Yeah. Like there's if, but in so doing, we got to use discernment. We got to pray for discernment. We got to pray for wisdom as we navigate this pretty intricate, divinely inspired book. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was written for us, but not to us. Mm -hmm. um, or at least not all of it. And, and sometimes both. And sometimes both. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, it's who can who can fully understand it, right? Right. And I and I think that 
it's important to note too, just in ourselves that we are, we are not experts. We're not theologians. We're not seminary graduates. Um, we're just guys that like to read and that yeah. like to learn um, and are willing to ponder things that a lot of people don't want to ponder. I think I've, I've, I've seen that. And I think we see that a lot in the world, especially in the recent couple of years of just people are willing to be led by anything. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it takes people that aren't willing to just be led, but are willing to examine and make sure they're being led by a worthy leader right. before they, before they follow. And I think that's kind of what we're trying to be because we're, we're, I mean, the only leader that has proven himself worthy to be followed is Jesus Christ, Yeshua, our savior. Um, right. And so if, I guess for us, we want to really, we really want to dive into that and we want to know as much as we can about him, what he says about himself um, and the book he wrote to us. So. Right. Yeah. That's, yep. that's just kind of what. Kinda yeah. We're stoked. Of. It's going to be awesome. A um, couple, a couple other things I think uh, you should probably know about me. Uh, I'm 46. Uh, I grew up watching Michael Jordan. The NBA today sucks. I hate it. Uh, but there are good players. Um, I mountain bike. Love to mountain bike, man. If you don't have a bike, get one. Get out there. It's so much fun. Um, and I like to I like to work hard. Cut wood. You know, be out in the woods. Be in nature. It's pretty amazing. So we're not just like tech heads who just sit behind the computer. Um, you will know that. I am not very tech savvy. Pretty much everything that happens, I say, it helps me with because I'm still figuring it out. <laughs> but you got so really, you got really cool looking headphones, though. That's right. I'll yep. say that. Yeah, really Sweet. good color scheme there. <laughs> um, anyways, yeah, please join us. It's going to be great. We're going to have fun, and uh, it should be an adventure. And I guarantee you, you're going to hear things you've never heard before. And uh, we hope to challenge you, right? Because we get challenged all the time. Um, and you know, we're not the kind of people who are stuck. You know, we are not the sword and the stone that is just stuck there. Um, the the word is fluid. It doesn't change, but our understanding of it can grow and change. And so that's our whole goal is to come away with this, leading people through basically a Bible study and co- and cool conversations. So, yeah, come and, come join us. And Dad, why is that like? Why is that important? Why oh. why is it important not to be stuck? Yeah, yeah, that's a good call. Uh, so. <laughs> It's pretty interesting because, you know, one of the things that Jesus tells us most is, you know, be not deceived, right? He warns us over and over and over again that, you know, there's going to be false teachers and false prophets and false doctrines and false teachings and people will be seduced in the end times by false teaching and all that kind of stuff. And the only way to not be deceived is to know the genuine article and the genuine article is the word. And um, the only way to really know the word is for us to actually get into it. And so... um, I think that's one of the things. And Satan is crafty. You know, it says in the scripture that the whole world is under the sway of the wicked one. Um, but greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world, right? Um, Jesus has overcome the world, and we need to know that and stand on that so that um, we aren't deceived, right? We're able to stand. So mm-hmm. that's that's what's, that's what's why it's important to me. And the deception is just ramping up. Like, um, we, we, we thought COVID was bad in 2020, 21, 22. Um, that was just definitely the beginning. Like everyone was running around, you know, screaming that that was the mark of the beast. No, 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 no. There's a lot of stuff that has to happen before the mark comes, but the, the system is definitely being built and, and we need to be aware and, you know, and maybe spur on that curiosity for people who, um, 
you know, they just think that life is simple and, you know, the gospel is simple, which it is. It's it's simple, but it's not easy, right? This, the Christian life is not easy. It's simple, right? Believe on Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and you'll be saved. Simple. But the word is infinitely deep and his warnings and commands and are just mysteriously unfathomable and we need to continually swim in it to try and understand it. And so um, I think that's why it's important. What do, you, what do you think, buddy? Yeah, well, I, I think it's, you know, like like you said, the gospel is simple. Like Jesus, right? He says, um, take my yoke upon you for my burden is easy and my yoke, yoke is light. The gospel is easy. You know, confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll be saved. Mm -hmm. But there's one truth and a billion lies. And there's a billion lies that can deceive you away from that truth. And I think that I mean, when you look around the world, right? I mean, how long ago was the scientific revolution? I don't know. I haven't taken a history class in a while. But when we see that happen and now, now we're taking the supernatural out of the world in our minds, and then you see millions and millions of people identify as religious nuns now, which means that they're, they don't claim any belief, right? They're atheists, if you will. Um, we see this big bang idea of science leading so many people away from the gospel of Christ, this good news that, that our sins can be forgiven not because of any worthiness we own, but only because of what Christ did on the cross mm -hmm. for us, that dying and resurrected mm -hmm. from the grave. But we see people walking away from that because there's systems in place to try and build up strongholds in our minds that don't allow us to believe anything else, right? I mean, yeah. right, because in reality, the Bible, the truth, the word of God does not compute with the scientific narrative that we're given. And that's right. just one example. There's many, there's countless more of these strongholds that can be built up in our minds that mm -hmm. we really need to tear down. And, and one of the ways to tear those down is by exposing them, by exposing them for the lies they are and by replacing them with truth. That's right. Um, so uh, I don't know. I see that. And I, I, I just, I want to challenge people not to be complacent in their understanding. Don't be complacent in your knowledge. It's really easy to, to just, to just know, know the, know the, confess and believe part but not know anything else and i think right although that's beautiful to have a childlike faith we need that uh, but we also need to be uh, as wise as serpents and as innocent as doves as the word says right yeah. we need to be wise pray for discernment pray for wisdom um, yeah. and we're gonna see that we're gonna see the necessity for that a lot and hopefully we're gonna try and do a good job of um if the Lord wills, which I hope he does, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll do a good job of faithfully exposing darkness, shedding light on it yeah. and uh, bringing truth. Yeah, great. No, that's super, that's super important. And um, I love what you said there. And, you know, we remember that the Bible tells us that our weapons, of, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, right? They're spiritual. It's in the mind, right? And in the spirit. And um, it's all about knowledge, right? We mm -hmm. need to understand what the Bible says. The Bible was written for us. Um, so that we could use it to 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 stand in this day of darkness because the day of darkness is upon us. Um, and the church isn't talking about it. The, the 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 pastors from the pulpits, you know, God bless them if they were called to do that. Um, great. I love pastors who answer the call and they shepherd, you know, their their flocks, right? 
but there's just a, a, a huge lack of biblical understanding and in and in illiteracy of the Bible. And that's kind of what we're going to try and do is just jump in. You know, I talk to Christians all the time, young, um, middle-aged, old all the time, and we bring up topics and they just, so many of them have, have never heard of them, hmm. right? They don't even know the timeline of the Bible. They don't know what the Tower of Babel is. They don't know about the flood and why it happened. Um, th there's just so much that yeah. um, is just, I think, forsaken, really. Like they just assume, oh, I got the gospel. I go to church on Sunday. I pay my tithe. I, I check the four little boxes of what a good Christian is. And so therefore it's good. No, man, Satan is clever. He's crafty. He's snuck in and he's he's crept his way into the churches. And um, we need to expose it. Ephesians 5.11 tells us that. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness. Well, if you don't know what the unfruitful works of darkness are, how are you going to know if you're fellowshipping with it? Right? You can't you can't drink of the cup of demons and the cup of the most high. Well, if you don't know what the cup of demons is, how how can you know? So that's kind of what we're our aim is, is to to expose some of that deeper stuff, right? Kind of dig into some of those things that, you know, we just take for granted and we think, oh yeah, I'm good. I'm just going to do my religious routine. Yeah. Um, yeah. God's never called us to a religious routine. He's called us to a, a holy set apart relationship and a relationship means work. You have to know the person you're in relation with, right? And God throughout the entire Bible has always had, you know, certain ways of being worshipped that he likes and other ways that he doesn't and if we don't know that we might not be we might not be pleasing to him so um yeah we're gonna dig into all sorts of cool stuff like that man it's gonna be fun <laughs> and i like what you said you know about i mean i don't i don't like it but when you said the church isn't talking about many things mm -hmm. i think that's the, the key issue right now right because things are getting weird in the world weird UFO sightings are happening. Alien abduction experiences are happening. Uh, So-called remains of <laughs> alien bodies or whatever they are, are being found. And there's weird stuff people are encountering. And if the church doesn't have an answer, then they're going to do the natural human thing to do. And they're going to turn to something else because the new age has an answer for it. Yeah. Um, this weird Scientology has an answer for it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Buddhism, Hinduism, all these other religions have answers for this stuff, but for some reason, the church doesn't. I think that that is fruit of Satan's um, his infiltration of the church because he wants to dumb us down so much that we don't even know what we're seeing when we see it. Right, and so, and, and it's not it's not that the church doesn't have an answer. It's just that the church doesn't want to talk about it. I know, like the answers are in the Word, but. People don't want to talk about it because it's strange and, you know, maybe church attendance numbers might go down or, you know, and, and God forbid that that's the thing, but maybe that's the thing. And so um, what's cool about this podcast and other podcasters like us is we don't care about church attendance. <laughs> We're not asking for money. We're just out here like digging into the word and sharing with people. So, yeah, I'm super excited about it. That was well said, Isaiah. Yeah, thank you. Well, it's just kind of I feel like that's been the heart behind this whole whole podcast so well so uh, let me just say one last thing to you um you know when covid came out uh bug <laughs> you know the the thing that is unmentionable nowadays um so when that came out like i had a serious conversation with my wife and uh, we were just talking about end time stuff and we just started talking about like her friends right because we have all sorts of family friends right 
And I was just like, well, what do they think? You know, and, and she just like basically told me, they don't know. They have no idea. I was like, really? She's like, you should have a Bible study. So that kind of spurred on some Bible study. Uh, we had some Bible studies at our house, and we'll actually start continuing those here <laughs> shortly. But um, you should film them, put them on Can't Not See It. I should film them. Those will be fun. We'll, good, get into, yeah. we'll get into some fun stuff. Um, yeah. But, you know, it, it, it just it blew my mind to think that there are all these great, great family friends, Christian friends, and it, it was very it was very, um, I guess, exposing of how um, little they knew. Not not that it's they're bad or, or, or anything. It's just like they just didn't know very much about the, the Bible. Um, and so I thought, man, we there needs to be more of us talking about it and sharing, right? Sharing the gospel, sharing theology, sharing doctrine and and discussing it, right? Iron sharpens iron, but if they never clang together, then they never get sharpened. So um, we really need to, you know, make that a bigger part of our Christian walk in life, right? It's easy to go to church on Sunday and then go watch the game, go to work for, for five days, you know, take a breath on Saturday and then start over. It, it, but that's not how it should be. We need to talk about this stuff more and um, we need to enlighten people and each other. And so that we can en encourage and, and strengthen people as the days grow darker, because they are like we have a lot of agendas that are happening all around us very quickly for the purpose of division and distraction. And there has to be a voice, you know, um, you know, that are, that is, that is calling out to people and reaching them and trying to, trying to encourage them and edify them. And that's the church. That's the believers. That's what we're supposed to do. So I don't know. That's, that's one of the heart, one of the main motives and the heart behind this podcast, I think. Yeah, no, I, I, I love it. That's well said. It's really good. One, one, yeah, yeah. And I think one thing just with that too is, is I feel like we're not really in the business of so-called religion. Right. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, cause that's, that's what a lot of like what you're talking about, right. The, the church on Sunday, Christmas and Easter type of stuff, that's religion, right? We have these traditions that we make that, what does it mean to be a good Christian? You don't drink, smoke or chew or go with the girls who do. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> that's funny. But no, it's true, right? I mean, we we all have our preconceived notions of oh, how we tell if someone's a good Christian or not, right? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, we all have those. I mean, it's all ingrained us. But in reality, if you look in the Bible, the people God chose, it wasn't the people that were good; it was the people that would listen. Yeah. When God called true. Abraham, when God called Abraham, he was in an idol worshiping place, and he did all sorts of crazy stuff. But God said, "Hey, get out of there, take your family, and move." And he up and left. Yep. Right. Yeah. That's what that's what he did. Um, same thing with. Uh, I mean, all sorts of them. David was in a murder, a murderer and an adulterer, but mm -hmm. he was a man after God's own heart. But if the Lord commanded him to do something, he would do it. He saw I think he saw the world as God sees the world. I think that was really, really the message there. Um, and Moses, I mean, he murdered an Egyptian guy. He yeah. was he was a he was probably a general in the Egyptian army serving Pharaoh and serving false Egyptian gods. But God said, Hey, you're in the wrong spot. I needed to leave. And Moses left. So mm -hmm. uh, really the focus in that aspect, and I think we'll probably get off here soon, but I think that's just something that really kind of brought to was brought to my mind here when you were talking about the whole just tradition of of the weekly church attendance and the, the routine we get into is that that's not the business we're in. 
Right. We're in the business of we're trying to answer a call. Right. Yeah. God, God says to expose the works of darkness, mm-hmm. but also to make disciples of all nations. And so while we're trying to expose darkness, we're going to be preaching the gospel from our hearts. We're going to be talking about the amazing thing Christ did for all believers and how that and how we can take part in his righteousness and cast our sin to the cross. Yeah. We're going to talk all about that um, from many different angles, too, because it really every aspect of the Bible, every single story in the Bible has some parallel and some connection and some prophetic foreshadowing or reminiscing to that centerfold piece in history of the death and resurrection of Christ. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're in about. We're not about religion. We're not about judging people's struggles. We're about trying to figure out how to serve the God that we confess to love and believe in. So yeah, that's the yeah. last thing I'll, I I have to say. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, excellent, Isaiah. That's great. And with that, I think, please join us uh, each episode. Check them out. We'll get into it. It's going to be great. God bless.